1: What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Millennials Revealed podcast. I am your host, Jeff Timmons.
2: And I'm your other host, Lauren Conlin. So it was a busy week in NYC last week. So I went to New Hampshire for the weekend just to chill out, decompress, and do some Father's Day stuff, which was pretty Hi. fun. Yeah, how was really? your Father's Day?
1: It was great. I mean, I, I started it off in Dallas. Uh, I was doing some business there, and my, 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 my uh, wife and my two youngest, my three Two youngest and my second oldest was okay, there with okay. me for a little bit. We and then we migrated to New York for NFT week here in, in NYC. I have a a business that I'm involved with out here, and we're we're making the rounds and going going to all the events, and it's exciting times.
2: Yes, you are so busy, but I am so thrilled that you're in NYC this week. We're gonna have so much fun at our party on Friday, and I'm coming to your NFT event tomorrow. You're just you're awesome. You're like the busiest guy ever.
1: Well, um, well thanks for supporting. I'm 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 ready to ready to uh, kind of kick off our party too. Uh, on on, it's gonna be a blast.
2: Me too. Wait, am I gonna meet your family? Like, am I gonna meet your daughter and your wife tomorrow night if they're there? You're,
1: you're going. You're going to meet my uh, wife and my youngest daughter and okay. my youngest son.
2: Yeah. I- Oh, that's so fun. fun okay one big happy family i promise i won't scare them i'll be on my best behavior
1: <laughs> look they're with me so it's, it's pretty hard to scare them
2: <laughs> okay After living yes.
1: with me and you'll be a breath of fresh air for
2: yes! okay perfect um okay so also our guest for this week is comedian actor Tommy Davidson from in living color. And I think that you're really going to like the interview with Tommy because he was so interesting. I really, you know, I know sometimes these actors don't give the best answers. And a lot of you might want to skip through the interview, whatever, and just get back to me and Jeff, but please, I think that everyone should listen to this interview. He is so, his upbringing and what he has gone through is just incredible. So everyone First should all, listen. G-
1: great story. And and the guy's yeah. a legend. I mean, he's he one of the guys from Living Color. Of course, Jim Carrey was on there, you know, yeah. uh, the Wayans family, uh, uh, Jamie Foxx. I mean, uh, you know, all kinds of talent spawned from that TV show. Yeah, and Tommy, they're talking about a
2: reboot per, per chance. Like, I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but you know, it's reboot season for, you know, pretty much every show with the Apple house. Happen. Like, yeah, so it we'll see. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Well, great. Well, let's get some to the,
2: uh, okay. <laughs> Jeff, oh, oh wow. man, did I miss you? Did I miss you?
1: <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. 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 So, so let's get to this, some of the top entertainment news headlines of this past week. Full House star Lori Loughlin made her first red carpet appearance since doing jail time Ooh. for the college admission scandal. The Full House alum attended Design Care 2020 gala in Los Angeles this Saturday wearing a very conservative dress and minimal weight makeup. Wow. Her last red carpet appearance was in February 2019 at the Women's Cancer Research Fund and Unforgettable Evening Gala in Beverly Hills, California.
2: Yes. So I'm going to correct you. The design care was a 2022 gala. You said 2020, but that's totally okay. Um, But no, I think it's great. Lori is making um, her appearances her public appearances little by little. I did like the fact that she wore minimal makeup and she wore a very conservative dress I thought that was smart of her. um,
1: Wait, 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 wait. do you think all that do you think the public is that kind of dumb that that makes a big difference.
2: No, I I just think it's like she's stepping into it slowly, right? Like she was released from prison last year, and she's really stayed out of the public eye until well, right. now. You didn't and
1: expect this expect her to wear a jumps uh, an orange jumpsuit,
2: but geez, well, no, I'm- I I just think like you know she didn't wear sequins, she didn't have the big fake eyelashes like everyone's doing. She just didn't she didn't pop, you know. And she Got also it. made sure that she was attending like a you know, not a, a movie premiere. She was attending a design care, you know, a profit gala. It, it makes, sense. It makes yeah. sense. I mean,
1: as a guy that, you know, uh, doesn't really pay attention to these things.
2: And, right. and I
1: know my wife does. She probably would have liked her to, to show up like that too. So I, I get exactly. Yeah, that's a nice why conservative I was like, cool.
2: way. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and then... On the flip side, someone who always gets very dressed up, Kim Kardashian, celebrated Father's Day by praising ex Kanye West via social media. So according to page six, obviously, and Instagram, she wrote, thank you for being the best dad to our babies and loving them the way you do. Happy Father's Day, ye. That's what she wrote in her Instagram story on Sunday. And the pic was accompanied um, or the message was accompanied by a pic of the rapper smiling and posing with their kids, North Saint Chicago and Psalm. And Kim also honored her late father and gave a shout out to the best stepdad, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh gosh. I wonder if I guess stepmom, stepdad. I don't know. Sorry technically stepdad, um, for raising her and her siblings along with her mom, Kris Jenner. And she also said, the kids asked me how I would celebrate with my dad today if he's all the way up in heaven. And she, um, captioned one of her pics with her, her late dad, Robert, who died in 2003 at the age of 59. So that's very sad. Um, but yeah, it's
1: oh, oh, very touching. You know what I mean? Look, it I, I know it's social media and all that, but I mean, you've got to put some thought into those messages and have respect for, you know, her paying homage to, you know, both her ex-husband and her, you know, um, dearly departed father on father's day. So mm-hmm. kudos to her. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah,
2: she did. She did. But it really, I swear page six really did print stepdad for Caitlyn yeah. Jenner. I don't know if I mean, that's what? right. I feel like it should be stepmom. No, I don't know. It's weird. I now I, I, I don't know. I, because I don't think she that. grew up with, with her as a stepfather, I don't know, whatever. Anyway,
1: we could go on forever. (laughs) And America's sweetheart slash national treasure, Tom Hanks screamed at a group of crazed fans when they got a little too close to his wife, Rita Wilson, who ended up wobbling on her own feet and almost falling (laughs) over uh, while out in New York City this past Wednesday night. Hanks became enraged and screamed, my wife, back the fuck off, knocking <laughs> over my wife before the couple jumped into a car. I, I thought I, I was reading this the wrong way. I, I was like, before he jumped over a car. No, Imagine, no, before
2: they jumped be in the so car. So Tom
1: Hanks, like he, he could jump over a car. No, he's not in-
2: Liam Neeson, dude. No,
1: that's right, I'm getting my, my stars yeah, mixed up. Yeah, come on. Uh, well, one fan in the video could be overheard saying, sorry, Tom, Aww. Tom is in town for a press tour to promote his upcoming film, Elvis.
2: Yeah, I, I've never seen Tom Hanks get super upset. You know, everyone seems to think he can do no wrong, but I'm with him. Don't, you know, fans, paparazzi, don't don't push people, please. Like, honestly, except personally. I've seen
1: him get upset at two of his movies when he lost Wilson. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, yep, Wilson got upset about that. Yeah, that's right. Yes, that's right. And then away, there's literally. no crying in baseball. You know, he was upset in that movie. Illegal. There you be. That's one of your quotes yes. from a millennial uh, movie, I think, isn't it? Or is that? Wait. Me?
2: So I totally dropped the ball. Just really quickly, I covered uh, the Tribeca Film Festival last week. If anybody follows me on Instagram, they will have seen that. So I show up to this carpet. And it's a Broadway carpet. It's, you know, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. I'm sure you guys all saw Bernadette Peters. I was freaking out like a fangirl. But What's that legend? Yes. Amazing. So I show up and turns out it's another carpet happening at the same time it's finishing up and it's a league of their own. They're doing a remake on Amazon. Oh, no way. I yes. Love it. So I was like, Oh my gosh. So there was this old lady, like super old walking the carpet. And it turns out she was one of the original, like uh, softball players in the movie, like not, didn't she had like one line or something, but I thought that was cool. And a bunch of the new cast was there. I didn't know who they were. So I didn't take the time to, and it was really freaking hot, Jeff. We had to do it outside. It was a hundred degrees, I know. but you know what, Crazy. thinking about it, Crazy. I dropped the ball. So fans, I'm sorry. I dropped the ball for a league of their own, but anyway, <laughs> what about that movie Elvis? I heard it's incredible. Yeah. I heard Austin Butler's really good. I definitely want to see that. Um, yeah, Yeah. But then really quickly, one more thing about the Kardashians, um, you know, it's kind of just proving how fake reality TV is. So internet sleuth, according to page six and Obviously, Kardashian obsessives have discovered that the family meeting during Hulu's recent season finale of the finale of the Kardashians was staged and filmed two months after Tristan Thompson's paternity scandal broke. So the scene made it seem like moments after, possibly like a day or something, Kris Jenner, Corey Gamble, Courtney and Kim decided to meet with Khloe to discuss the Tristan Thompson scandal. But basically, it just turns Jeez. out. Well, yeah, it's staged and like, they have no emotion. Um, you know, it's like basically what happened was fans figured out that Courtney um, wore the same outfit on January 31st. Oh my God. Uh, yes. That she had worn Ow. at the beginning of November, you know, she was, she was photographed doing something, you know, out and about and they put it together. So it was. we totally need these staged.
1: people solving crimes out there.
2: I mean, right? people need a life, but really, and one fan said, This explains why they were so emotionless about it. I wish they had stuck to a real timeline rather than jumble it around just to have a good final episode. Do better Hulu. Oh, my gosh. Oh,
1: well, well, let's move on. And in the world of yeah. film, according to Variety, Lightyear, which is a spinoff uh, story set in Pictures' Toy Story universe, fell short of its milestone and box office debut, collecting a lame wo- 51 million. That's lame. A lame 51 million <laughs> the opening weekend. Family audiences, the movie's prime demographic, haven't returned to theaters in full force since the start of COVID-19 p- pandemic.
2: Mm.
1: Even mm-hmm. so, those ticket sales are disappointing for a brand as recognizable as Pixar, uh, the home of the Incredibles, Finding Nemo, and up. It's particularly problematic given that Lightyear cost 200 million to produce and tens of millions more to market. Yeah. Heading into yeah. the weekend, the Disney film was expected to generate at least 70 million, but not, not so much as competition from Universal's behemoth, Jurassic World dominant. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion (laughs) Uh, and Paramount's high flying Top Gun Maverick, as well as little Intrigue to watch slightly esoteric origin story about Buzz Lightyear.
2: Yes. So I just want to add really quickly to that. Um, They Pixar and Disney did not include Tim Allen, who is the original Buzz Lightyear. I I don't know why. I know that I don't, he wasn't even approached. Um, So I think that number one is, that was not smart. who's
1: doing it this year? Chris Chris Evans is doing this version, right? Yes,
2: yes. So Chris Evans and a bunch of different voices, but also, and this is stupid to me, like I saw, you know, on a, a very far right website, they- I guess there's like same, a same sex romance to me, which is at this point, it's like a part of life. You know, they're not saying, oh, Buzz Lightyear used to be a man, now he's a she, it's not like that. It's just like a, a gay couple. Now far right groups are saying, oh, well, you know, you're, this is inappropriate for kids. That's why parents aren't taking their, their children to go see it. I don't know, I guess we'll find out more. Um, you know, A lot of
1: controversy this year with Disney brands and, and stuff yeah, like that for some reason. Totally. I just don't I, I'm not exactly sure. I'm Let's just case.
2: blame Ron DeSantis. I don't know. That seems easy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I guess. So. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um and Netflix has debuted the first footage from Blonde, the new film starring Anna Dearmas, about Marilyn Monroe. So it's the movie based on the best selling novel by Joyce Carol Oates, and it's going to have an NC 17 rating. So the cast looks amazing. It also has Bobby Conavale and Adrian Brody, which are two of my favorite actors in the whole world. Um, Wow, amazing. Yeah, amazing. I love Adrian Brody's nose. Um, I think it's so sexy. I just, I really, really like him. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And... So, the film boldly reimagines the life of one of Hollywood's most enduring icons, Marilyn Monroe, from her, her volatile childhood as Norma Jean through her rise to stardom and romantic entanglements. Blonde blurs the lines of fact and fiction to explore the widening split between Marilyn and her public and private self. I'm so I'm excited.
1: excited to see it. I mean, that's so a star studded cast. Incredible. I mean, yes. uh, it, And Anna but-
2: Armas is absolutely beautiful. I mean, I love JLO, but Ben Affleck, you really drop the ball on that
1: one yeah well look i mean it's it's gonna be an exciting movie my my wife is a a massive uh marilyn Monroe fan so i'm sure really
2: oh then she'll like it i'm sure she'll
1: she'll She'll love it. it oh okay guys we'll be right back with our guest for this weekend tommy
0: ophthalmologist dr strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts edu/slash/podcast.
1: Tommy Davidson.
0: All right, here's Lauren's interview with Tommy Davidson.
2: Hi, Tommy. Hey, kiddo. How are you? How are you? Um, pretty good. Yeah, really good. it's going well here. I am in Manhattan, and I'm listening to uh, a car alarm go off relentlessly, which is always Uh-oh. fun. Manhattan, yeah. California. Yep. Yep. Where are you? Are you in Philly right now? No, I'm actually in LA. Oh, but your show is in Philly this weekend. Am I right?
3: Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm making my way over there. Oh,
2: I'm coming okay. Back, baby. Okay. Freedom, shine
3: on me. I love you. Shine a <gasps> yes, light.
2: Yes. You
3: know, yes. That... The world let me hide, you know?
2: Go ahead. Sorry.
3: Shine the light, shine the light. Shine the light, shine the light. To <laughs> your freedom. I Wait, sorry. Her.
2: I'm going to go ahead and say, did you not go to bed last night? Because isn't it like 6 a.m. where you are? <laughs> I'm just you know, guessing much that much you much just much powered much. through the whole night, man. Yeah,
3: I was binging on the um, NFL channel last night.
2: Oh, wow. Living, living it up. I see living it up. Um, living all it right. up, man. So tell <laughs> me, tell me about your show and your tour and what is going on and what you're up to. Uh, a little bit of everything.
3: You yeah. know, my show is about a little. A little bit of all of us. I'm just looking at our similarities and, and, turn, and re-assimilating those into very, very funny differences, but similar, mm. if that makes any sense.
2: Um, give me an example, so because I, about, I am dense. Know, uh,
3: I talk about, we need a white woman president because she will defend anybody. Mm. You know? If, if wow, I, I love that. And if the manager... There's no managers, no cashiers. It's her that steps up for everybody. Uh, 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 How do we get a manager around here,
2: please? You know. uh, Yeah. That's so good. You're so right. You are so funny. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. And you're doing it also with Bill Bellamy, who I love. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Bill, me and him started out together. I remember when Bill first got to Hollywood. And he was mm-hmm. walking across the street with Chris Rock, and I said, "Guys come on to this to this v i p party with me, and his eyes were like,
0: Aww. "I mean
2: basketball that's so cute. What year was that? Was I a baby? Mhm
3: you don't yeah, remember pretty much,
2: yeah, well, yeah, pretty much. So this is, you know, this is a millennial podcast, Millennials Revealed. So, but something you might not know is that millennials are actually born in 1978. I believe that is the earliest year. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, we're not as like dumb and young as you think we are. Gen Z are the dumb ones. So, (laughs) yes, like my, my generation watched you. You know, on and in living color. Like, I know what that is. Gen Z has no clue what that is. They don't even know what Save right. by the Bell is. It's right. really bad. It makes me feel like a terrible human. Um, they, yeah. They barely know TikTok
3: and it's uh, theirs.
2: You know? Wait, that's so funny. It, and you know what, though? It's like, I don't know if you feel the same way, but sometimes I feel like I'm not meant for this world anymore. Like, I don't even know, you know, what to say or what to do. We were on a plane the other day and my husband said to my daughter, she was sitting, my daughter's six. He's like, hey, wait and let this lady go. Like, just assuming it's a lady, he got the dirtiest look because apparently they were a they. And I'm just like, see, you can't get mad at at us for that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't get mad at that. So- I don't know if you feel the same, but right. that's my that's my rant today. <laughs>
3: no, it's it's just it's just an, it's just an uh different world. Like you yeah. know, my son, formerly my daughter. You know,
2: mm-hmm. if
3: I mess up a little bit, you know, she gets mad at me. But I said, give me time to get used to it. Wait, you that's know?
2: so exactly. Wait, so your daughter is trans? Yeah. Okay, and now. So, so- so you're right. So she can't get mad at you, though, because it's like, hello, your entire right. so life. She gets
3: mad at me when I go.
2: Yeah, that's when, not you know, fair. I, I mean, and you respect her and you respect her decisions and her opinions and mm-hmm. you respect her what she, you know, but you're like, it, it takes time, right?
3: Yeah. I slip up and say her name, you know?
2: Oh, and
3: oh. Like, you know, I'm like, go. Yeah. Hey, just give me time. Yeah. You know, so when, when did this my happen for kids, you? My younger kids are like right on top of it.
2: Yeah. It's the generation. I'm not, I'm 37. I'm too old to be right on top of that shit. So, but, (laughs) but I accept it. Listen, Tommy, I accept it. And I, and I, again, if that was one of my kids, I would, I love them no matter what I support them, no matter what, however, and same with the the person on the plane. Just don't get mad at me. It is not fair for right. you to get mad at me because I am not mad at you for, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, gosh. But that's yeah, cool. Yeah, that, That's cool that you're very accepting about but, it. And
3: please don't get mad at me for no reason.
2: Right. Yes. Right. I mean, no. you were, yeah, I did not, I didn't know that, that you were very, uh, that you did, you had a trans daughter. That's really cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's very cool. And it's very cool that you're accepting. Are,
3: my parents are white. You know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm kind of like a platypus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You know what I mean? I mean, Wait, I was does that even make sense? You're a platypus? An infant, you know?
2: What does that mean?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, what is he? Is he a duck? Is he... A, is he
2: ah, is he a yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, yeah, so man. what?
3: You know, being left in the trash.
2: Ye- being left in the
3: trash as an infant and then being raised in the Midwest. Oh, moving to Washington, D.C., not even knowing I was black until I got
2: there. Wait, I actually didn't know that about you. Really? Yeah. Wait, Mm -hmm. you're so special. Oh, my gosh. That is so that is like, oh, my my gosh, you just kind of made my life by saying this right now. I didn't know that about you. And you've just seriously prevailed and been so successful regardless of the, you know, the what you were handed early on in life.
3: I'm happy. I'm happy about it too. Yeah. Got, oh my gosh! And your your parents
2: must be from, very special, Tommy.
3: Yeah, my it's my mother basically raised us. She passed away about ten years ago, mm. and she left her heart with me.
2: Oh This
3: is a, this is a white woman who made sure I knew who I was. I'm, I, I believe I'm her
2: Yeah. Her, 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 you Beth, said, a, her you said you said you didn't you didn't know you were black until you were like in preschool or something.
3: We were five.
2: You were five. You no, know, because when we
3: got to DC, when we got to Washington DC, the black kids beat us up really bad.
2: Oh! And they were
3: calling my brother and sister White Cracker. Oh! And I went to my mother, and they was, and they were calling me White Cracker Lover. I went to my mom. I said, Why are they? Why are they saying I'm a White Cracker Lover? I like graham crackers.
2: Yeah. You know? Oh! Oh my God! Sorry, I'm not laughing. You know, okay. and then from there, yeah,
3: it, yeah, it, well, yeah. That's what people are color call people your color when they don't like them. I'm like, well, what color am I? She said, you're black. I said, no, I'm brown like the crayon.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Because when I was a kid, I thought we were like animals. Like a dog could be a black dog. It could have two white right. puppies, a red, a, a a orangeish one. Yeah. You know, and a yeah. brown one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I thought we
3: no. were like that. So whatever we are, I thought I was a brown one of those, you
2: know? Uh, well, you know, it's actually funny that you mentioned that. So now, like I mentioned my daughter, she's six, the way they, uh, describe identity and, um, colors in school is just like that though. So my daughter, I've noticed, like, we'll be talking about somebody and I'll be like, Oh, you know, that boy. And she'll be like, Oh yeah. The one with the Brown skin. And it's not even like a question. It's not even like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, right. it should be like, you have to whisper it. Oh, the one with the brown skin. Like, you know what I mean? How that, like, right. always used to be sort of, of thing. Course. You can't comment on people's skin color. Well, now it's like, you can. Yeah. The one with, yeah, the tan skin, the white skin, the orange skin. <laughs> Sorry. That's right. That's right. It's just, you know, as yeah. long as you're
3: honest about who you are and you're respectful for others, you'll always fit in with everybody.
2: Yes, exactly. No, exactly. I, I just, yeah.
3: Yeah. What helps me is I love love, you know?
2: Yeah. No, that's, I, uh. I agree with you, and I, I, I also do. Now, let me ask you, now that I know um, that your daughter is trans, what does she think about Dave Chappelle, about all of that shit that went down in the trans community? I haven't had a
3: chance to talk to him lately. Okay. Um, but I'm sure, having the kind of perception that we have as a family, yeah, I'm sure he would just say, eh, you know, everybody's different, and everybody has their own perspective on things.
2: Well, no. I... Just want to say on his behalf, when I saw him in uh I saw him at Foxwoods last year do his stand-up show. Okay. I actually commented after, and this was way before this came out. He did like a whole uh a whole thing about, you know, his friend that was trans that got murdered, um, that was also a comedian. Right. And right. and it was like very moving. And he cried. So I was like, how can you guys say? but he's disrespectful to the LGBTQ community. He actually, he wasn't, he was basically, he was basically sh- like kind of uh, just k- kind of scolding them for saying, how could you guys do this to, to your community? You know, they were the ones that right. turned her away when she was a comedian. And he was the one saying, she worked so hard. You guys shunned her. So I was just really confused mm-hmm. by that whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But.
3: And you know, the deal isn't fair. Right. No, but we just do the best that we can with what we got. And if every, like my grandfather used to tell me, if everybody was the same, everybody would be chasing after your grandmother.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yes, yep. that's very true. That's very true. Oh my gosh. Well, um, this has been so nice, Tommy. You're like, you're my new thank favorite you. person. I mean, can we be best friends? Uh, thank you. Yes, we can. We my can. PFF, is that what it's called? Best friends? No. <laughs> This is called Millennials Revealed, but I am Lauren Interviews all over social media. So you can follow nice. me there and find and me I, there. I, I am at um, the real Tommy Cap. Yeah, no, I know. I follow you, honey. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, hold on. I'm making I'm gonna, sure. I, I'm
3: going to have to look for you now.
2: Yeah, now you have to look for me. Um, yeah, you're so cute. Look at you. Yeah, oh, my gosh. I, I, Why do you have 12, by the way? Do you ever age? I don't know. Wait, don't, hold I, on. I really I'm, I'm dead out. right now. You look like you're literally 13 <laughs> years old. How old are you, babe?
3: I'm uh, 58.
2: Oh, shut the front door.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Holy 58. moly.
3: And that's yeah. 110 in white man age.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I guess it's dead in white woman age, right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got it. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're so cute. I love you. I got a jump uh, Loan. Okay. Sorry. 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 All right. Um, All right. Tommy, thanks That's so okay. much. you gonna... <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. That's okay. We had a great, we had a great, yes, that was wonderful. Bye. Uh,
0: Welding instructor, Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like forge FX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go, look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back to Millennials Revealed. Lauren, what do you have for us today in this segment?
2: Okay, well, well, first I just wanna add, the fact that I love Tommy Davidson again, I could talk to him forever, and the fact that his PR rep kicked me off the phone, he was like, "Lauren, your time is up." I was that just said so much. Um, <laughs> that happens to me all the time. But anyway, I thought last week was so much fun um, doing these lyrics. Okay, did you oh think so, God. Jeff? I, I,
1: it was too easy. You made it too easy for me. Oh, okay. okay. I guess. Fine. I guess in previous episodes. Episodes, You stumped me the entire time and it was boring. So now you had to. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, first yeah.
2: of all, those weren't super easy. I'm just going to say that. Um, let me find the lyrics I had this week. Okay. So I decided to not just do boy band lyrics. I decided to do a few other lyrics as well. Um, hold on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you ready? I Let's am. Let's go. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. I lost my lyrics, Jeff. Fudge. Oh, that's all right. Fudge, I lost my lyrics. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to pull them up on my computer because that's clearly, all right. Okay, ready? Let's go. Baby, I don't understand
0: why we can't Maybe be I lovers. Don't Damn, that was too easy. Why Let's we
2: see. can't be lovers.
0: Yes, now who is it? That's it. No, let me go. Uh, tearing up
1: my
2: heart and sing. Things are, yeah, okay, Okay, fine, 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 fine. Okay, ready for this one? Yes, sometimes I run, sometimes I hide. That's not a boy band song, I know. I said that. Oh, all right, my
1: bad. Sometimes I run, sometimes Sometimes I hide, sometimes I'm I'm scared of you. (laughs) Okay, who
2: is it then? Brittany, Brittany, of course. Okay, fine, yep, damn. Wow. I'm slacking this week. Okay, fine. Last, last one. Yeah. New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Oh my gosh. Chinese New food New
1: Kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese, Chinese food Hates makes music. me sick, but uh, I, music, I think but it's music, why when music, Girls girl. Okay. Who is it then? Uh, LFO summertime. Yes. I, I know that Rich, Rich is a dear, was a dear friend of mine. And you know, look, those guys, uh, I, I do a lot of shows with the LFO guys. So.
2: That's Love so it. sad. But he died of away. cancer, right? He well, passed Rich,
1: away. Rich actually died. He was in recovery and he had a, I think, and I don't want to. I don't know, but I, yeah. I don't think side of the actual leukemia, I think something that was a side effect as a result. And then sadly, Devin passed away from cancer. So I'm sorry,
2: wait, two out of three of them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. Holy two, shit. two out of three oh, and all oh, amazing guys. And Brad is a really close friend, just a sweet, sweet, talented guy. And he's gone on and carried on and paid tribute uh, to their legacy by going out and doing shows and, and doing a lot. Wait, of that's work. Jeff, I
2: actually did not know that. I yeah. thought just Rich passed away. I didn't know Devin passed
0: away. Oh, Devin
1: also passed away a few years back as well. And again, I mean, it's not just lip service. Those guys are, were all incredible uh, guys, incredibly talented guys. And, and it's
2: just a,
1: tra- a tragic loss, but um, you know, Brad's carrying on the legacy.
2: Oh my gosh. I, I feel like I probably should have known that. I, I, I feel terrible that I didn't know that. That's really um, sad. Yeah,
1: no, I know it is sad, but I'm glad you got uh, you you've ha- you kept those included those lyrics so we. Could yes,
2: because every I mean, I feel like that's the best song ever, and I just remember um, they came to my hometown in New Hampshire. And I just thought Rich was so hot. I would have done anything to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> as would I mean, I was like a, would- a fat 14 year old then, but like, whatever. <laughs> I'm sure he could have seen right through it. He'd be like, you know what? That girl will be cool in 10 years. She'll lose some weight. That's, She'll what, be cool. no,
1: that's exactly what he would have thought. Knowing, knowing
2: he would that. have rich. Yeah. Rest in peace, Devin, rest in peace. Uh, yeah. Anyway, guys. If you like this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you listen. You can follow Jeff at Jeff Timmons or me at Lauren Interviews, and you know, write to us, tell us what you want to hear. We have a great guest for next week. I'm so excited. I'm shaking. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you who it is.
1: One of the best yet. One of the best. Yes. Yet.
2: One of the best yet. So. Mm-hmm. um, Anyway, all right, Jeff. I'll talk Thanks, to you later. Lauren. Bye. Love you, Love you guys. <laughs>
1: Bye.